Hey guys, what's going on? Before we jump into the episode, I want to let you know about Mr. Peter Yarrow of Peter, Paul, and Mary. Him and his daughter Bethany are joining singer-songwriter Jim Stannard on the song Arkansas. It's a song about the 1919 Elaine Massacre. They recorded it in honor of Black History Month. Go check it out. You can check it out on YouTube. You can check it out on Spotify. Or you can just go on over to Jim Stannard, S-T-A-N-A-R-D, music.com. Check it out. And now, here is myself and Karina on Three from the Seven. Hello, world, and welcome to Three from the Seven, Relics' weekly news podcast chronicling three of our biggest news stories from the last seven days. I am, as always, your tour guide through the cosmos, Raf Kenny Sincata, associate editor at Relics Magazine, or at least that's what my business cards say. And I am joined by the one and only bassist extraordinaire. If you have been to a music festival, God knows she's been rocking the stage. Miss Karina Reichman. Hey, thanks, Raf. Yeah. Yo, what's happening? I mean, you How haven't rocked you? you haven't rocked a music festival stage in a minute, but you've rocked them. You've certainly rocked them. Well, thank you. Thank you for reminding me. It's hard to remember what one has done and not done these days, but uh, maybe that's just a me problem. <laughs> uh, but yeah, absolutely. I've been known to uh, I've been known to uh, rock a funky joint when I'm on point. And uh, yeah, what? What is she even saying right off the bat? <laughs> you, that's, Karina, you rock and you roll. Thanks, dude. You do too. You really uh, <laughs> sweet. You rock and sweet. You roll. You love that. Oh, you love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh, so, how how are you, Karina? I know you uh, you are joining us right after a rehearsal with your band. So you are kind of getting some wheels of progress turning in your world. Oh man, totally. I know. I feel very, you know, knock on wood, very blessed to be able to uh, to have my band in my little my little you know bubble here in New York and. Uh, you know, we've been working out a lot of stuff, feeling real good about it. It feels so good to be able to, like, you know, not uh, not halt everything, if you know what I'm saying, and just be able to keep the wheels in motion here. So we're we're delighted to be able to play together, and, uh, you know, God willing, things will start to look up, and we'll be able to play for some people sometime, someday in this uh, century again. That'll be sweet. So all's good, man. I'm happy to—I uh, like— playing and then talking after feels really great. So I'm delighted that I have you on the horn. And please, Raph, tell me what's going on with you over on the left coast. What is going on with me? Uh, I am just glad to be uh, in warmer weather, I will say. Not not to brag to my East Coast friends or now I mean, news coming out of Texas, it is quite snowy there as well. So I don't want to brag about nice weather, but I was talking to my mom on the phone the other day and she was saying how you know, Long Island was expecting yet another bout of snow and or ice. And I was like chilling in a T-shirt. So I'm glad to be on the West Coast and skipping winter this winter on the East Coast. So glad to be here sending good vibes to the East and South, but glad to be on the horn. And we kind of we touch base remotely like this, Karina. It's a nice to hear your voice, although I have not seen your face in some time. And things at Relics headquarters are also going fantastic, which uh, brings us to our first story of the week. Mr. Bob Weir is on the March issue of relics it is very exciting bobby hasn't been on the cover in a little while and uh he also just celebrated chinese new year this past friday with an amazing live stream with the wolf bros so 
things in uh, Dead Headland, in Relics Land, in Wrathland, in Three from the Seven Land are all doing very well. Uh, Corinne, did you have a chance to uh, tune in to Mr. Bob, Bob Weir? Did you hear anything about this uh, this wonderful stream he did on Friday? You know, I have seen the internet abuzz, but I did not tune in myself. I uh, am very remiss to say, unfortunately, but uh, I take it that you might have. Did you, Raph? Did well, you? of course, of course. Well, I, I of course. tune in well, yeah. whenever Relics is doing anything. I am contractually obligated to watch it on as many screens as possible. I got the phone. <laughs> I got the TV. I've got, you know, my, my laptop in the other room running it. It is just an absolute uh, multi-sensory, multi-screen experience. Uh, I smashed oh, that yeah. like button. I smashed that subscribe. Uh, but in all seriousness, Bob did absolutely slay it. Uh, this one was actually live. I know a lot of people were kind of... Uh, a bit intrigued by the fact that his uh, New Year's show wasn't technically live. It was like a pre-recorded thing, but this Chinese New Year's stream was live and, you know, a real experience for the Deadhead community, which was awesome. And then it's cool because it kind of connects to the the Relics cover, which we closed last week. Uh, issue closed week is always quite a time for the editorial staff at Relics. Um, and it's a really, really great issue. Uh, he did, uh, The cover story includes a bunch of like, uh, I call them Bob-isms, like his like sayings, you know, these Karina, like a, uh, how Keller, Bob said Keller Williams is more fun than a frog and a glass of milk is a very famous oh, love one that. of his. You um, gotta love that. I'm trying to think of the other ones in, in the cover story that are really great. Um, at a certain point, he says, sometimes I don't know whether to shit or wind my watch, which I've never heard anyone say ever. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. That's new to me, but I really like it. I really You should like start it. using it. You know, I just might. I just might. I always, I don't know. I feel like I'm always picking up people's... Uh, catchphrases very I don't know I, I I love language and I pick them up easily so that could very well make it into my new vernacular <laughs> so watch out watch out <laughs> I like uh, I like you know uh, you could swing a dead cat around here you're bound to hit a good guitar player <laughs> you like that one I like that one a lot that's good maybe Bob should learn some from you Karina you, you're yeah, a big, big one I'm of Karina's saying. is Mercury is in Gatorade which I enjoy Oh yeah, I like that. I like that. That's it's good. Like, be That's careful good. out there, man. Mercury, Mercury's in Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not a KR original. Definitely lifted from a somebody. So thanks, somebody. Love you. This is good stuff, Raph. And honestly, look at this. I'm looking now. Set one opens with "Easy to Slip" by Lil Feet, which is very exciting. And then set two, another cover, "Train in Vain" by The Clash, one of my favorite songs, truly. So that's really very cool. And this all looks like a really. Uh, a really excellent way to spend your Friday night, celebrate the Lunar New Year. It feels fantastic. You're the ox, Raph. You're, You're the, the ox. ox. Indeed. And uh, Bob actually, and interestingly, debuted. It was a bunch of Wolf Brothers debuts. So, like, Wolf Brothers had never before played Brown Eyed Women or Uncle John's Band, which I find really interesting. He also played Mission in the Rain. Um, and I am here in beautiful, oh. beautiful San Francisco, not far from the Mission. So I am glad to kind of get a little bit of San Francisco love there. Mission Burritos, Karina. I, I oh, eat fantastic. so many burritos these days from the mission. So glad to see some sort of San Francisco connection there uh, as it was also recorded at TRI Studios in beautiful Mill Valley. So a lot of Cali love coming from Bob as always uh, and a lot of debuts here, which was super cool. Uh, so if you can, I believe you might be able to still check it out. I would implore people to go over to fans.live and you might still be able to get your hands on this. If not, I think the first half hour of the show is actually on the Relics YouTube page. So uh, go and enjoy. You'll be able to hear that easy-to-slip opener, which is actually super cool. Um, so, Karina, if you're looking for some downtime today, I know you've had a busy day, rehearsal, talking 
with me, you can go check out the the first little portion of this Bob show, which isn't a bad way to spend uh, 20, 30 minutes of your life. That's spectacular. Yeah, I plan to take a uh, four and a half hour long bath and maybe it would be uh, best <laughs> best accompanied by a little easy to slip opener and a little walking along in the mission, <laughs> in the rain. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, I digress here, Raph. Uh, have you been to La Taqueria in the mission yet? Oh, of course As I've I told have. you. Absolutely. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Just checking, just checking. Anyway. So I've been to, I've oh. been to La Taqueria, and we also just went to another place. It began with an F that uh, our, our- Farolito, dear- Farolito. Yes, I went there. That, Dude. I had the chorizo burrito there last week, and oh my God, it was probably the best burrito I've ever had in my life. Oh. That establishment was recommended by our dear mutual friend, Ricky Blakesburg, a San Francisco local slash native herself. Um, she was like, what is it called? Fred? What is it called? El, El, El Farolito. El Farolito. Yes, we went there. Um, it was fantastic, and I cannot oh. wait. Oh God, this is making me hungry for a burrito now. Good God. Me too. Oh, my God. I've only had, uh, you know, uh, my- <laughs> I don't even want to tell you what I've eaten today because it's really, it's it's pathetic. I've just become some kind of, uh, I don't know, person like a, like a, I don't even know what the word is, a recluse or just like a stu- like a Now you got to tell me. What, now you got to tell me, like, what are you eating? Good God. <laughs> you, I just had, like, everything I, okay? I wasn't hungry, like, which is really not my problem, people. Everybody listening, I'm always hungry. But uh, but today I just woke up and I was like, ah, eh, you know, I'm just not, I'm not feeling it. So I had a shot of espresso and then I took a, uh, a piece of sourdough bread, toasted it and ate it dry, oh, which is the least, least inspiring thing I've ever done. <laughs> and then I had a, a matcha latte. Okay. All like so that's really not much food at all. Anyway, and we are for the record recording this at uh 5:26 p.m. my time. So <laughs> it's been a pathetic eating day. Yeah. For Kate yeah. for Karina. Yeah, I'll, you should I'll... put something in your in your tummy, Karina. I feel like I Thank I'm, you. I I'm a, I'm a, I have a lot of maternal energy sometimes. I also was a babysitter for years, so whenever my friends are like not eating or like not feeling well, I'm always like, "Oh, babe, Come on, you gotta eat something. Let me make you something. It's also the Italian oh. in me, I guess, where I'm just like, you need what'd you eat? Come on, sit down. Exactly. Let me make you something. Making well, bolognese. The- Come on. <laughs> The uh, the Jew in me recognizes the Italian in you, and I I usually have no <laughs> problem in our, this regard. Our, when we go on tour together, <laughs> if it isn't, we're fucking up terribly. Really, I mean, God. Um, but yeah, I see you with that. And trust me for all, for all of our, uh, you know, Italian and Jewish mothers out there very worried about me and telling me to eat. Um, I promise I usually really put it away. Today's just been a little off. It's been a little off, not in general, just eating wise. Um, but I digress once more. This all makes me want to eat about 12 mission burritos. So maybe that will be, uh, my next endeavor after we hang up. Absolutely. And I I look forward to it. So thank you. Thank you for humoring me. And uh, yeah, Bobby, I'm going to watch you in the bath for four hours. Uh-oh. There you go. Did she really just say that <laughs> shit? Let's go. What's number two? What's Moving number two? On. Second story of the week. Another <laughs> uh, kind of dead-related story. Uh, and actually, while we're kind of talking about concern for friends and colleagues, uh, Dark Star Orchestra's Rob Eaton, longtime guitarist for the band, founding guitarist, I believe, um, shared an update. He actually broke his wrist last week or you know shared the news with fans last week that he broke his wrist uh stepping out of a swimming pool which sounds um very um uh i don't even like a freak incident but uh if anyone knows any uh anatomy here mr rob eaton broke 
not only his radius, but his ulna. So both of the bones that are like in your forearm. Um, it had to get crazy surgery. There's pins, there's plates, there's all this crazy. He's like a bionic man now on his left wrist uh, and racked up an incredibly insane uh, medical bill and actually launched a GoFundMe for fans. So we definitely want to give Rob some love uh, and, you know, pivot people to his uh, GoFundMe page. If you just Google Rob Eaton GoFundMe, you can help the guitarist out. Karina, I actually wanted to kind of open the floor to you of, uh, you know, this must be this must be uh, shaking you in your bones because as a, uh, a guitarist, you're a bassist, of course, but you play a little guitar as well. Uh, the idea of breaking and not just breaking, but absolutely shattering your left hand is kind of a nightmare situation for a musician. Oh, shudder to think, honestly, just terrible. It's why I don't ski. It's why, uh, you know, I, I uh, uh, until I got a little health insurance uh, recently because, you know, I, I couldn't afford it, but then I lost all my income. So then I qualified for free health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I di- I digress. <laughs> Not to let you all in on uh, too much of Karina's personal life, but I don't know if you've heard, uh, there are no more concerts. That's how I used to make my money. Anyway, uh, but pre that, like, you know, I wouldn't ride bikes around the city. Like, I, I've been, uh, I, it's really a nightmare scenario. And obviously, this is disgusting to think that, uh, you know, he is strapped with a $75,000 medical bill because of this. It's just fucking, this is, you know such a crime against humanity that America, you know, is set up in this way. We don't have free health insurance for every citizen's ridiculous or, you know, anyway. Oh, terrible. Sick to my stomach. But yes, Raph, it is just a very nightmarish scenario. And uh, you don't wish that upon anybody, man. I, um, I have never fully broken anything except I fractured the fourth metatarsal in my foot a couple years ago, oh, wow. right before going on tour with Marco actually on like a big tour bus tour. Uh, and it, it miraculously, it healed, but I did have a boot on the bus for a little bit, which yeah. was pretty interesting boot on the bus. <laughs> totally. And I was hobbling around. I was like, ay, 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 what's going to happen. Shout out to my girl, Catherine Lee. She was the podiatrist. She hooked it up. <laughs> you also use such um, medical jargon there. I broke my fourth metatarsal, which is basically uh-uh. you broke your index toe. <laughs> oh, well, no, I broke my my ring toe. Oh, your ring toe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like picture like, like yeah, it was my right foot. So, you know, you go, you count inwards. So you go like, you know, one is the pointer toe. Two <laughs> you're right, you're right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. it worked. It worked out great. Have you ever broken anything, Raph? What do I, you got? I have. I broke my arm on my skateboard once when I was in college, um, which oh. was quite an experience. And I did break my hand once. But that was like an unofficial break where I kind of like fell and I was like, ow, and it hurt and it was swollen, but I never really got it checked out. The the when I broke my arm in college, I, I went to uh, to Brigham Hospital in Boston, right in Brigham Circle right there and near my alma mater, Northeastern University. Went over there, got an x-ray, was in pain, uh, and it was not fun. Um, but I still skateboard to this day because I'm gnarly as hell and don't you forget it. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, she is. Uh, but uh, I definitely have like the fear now as like in my I think like in my I was like probably 19 or 20 when I broke my arm and I didn't really give a crap about my personal well-being. But now being older and paying my own bills and having my own medical insurance, the idea of breaking a bone is so, so scary. Um, So I, I definitely feel for Rob and actually to to completely like I have no idea if this was the case, but I'm pretty sure that this is probably how it went down because a lot of people in the comments section are asking like, well, how in the hell can he can he not afford this? And how in the hell did he rack up seventy five thousand dollars of medical bills? And 
you know, I, what I think happened, and this is entirely conjecture at this point, is, like, he was probably given options, you know, where it was, like, all right, option one is, like, the most basic surgery, and, like, you're barely, like, you'll heal up, but you're not going to, like, basically have mobility in your hand. And then it was probably, Ugh. like, option two is, like, 50 grand, and, like, that's going to give you most of your mobility back. And then option three was, like, all right, this is, like, the $100,000 surgery, and you'll be able to play guitar again. And, like, right. You know, it's his bread. It's his livelihood. It's his passion. Like he's he is Rob Eaton of Dark Star Orchestra. Obviously, he's gonna want to get like the top creme de la creme medical care in order for him to like keep doing his job. Um, so I, I definitely like kind of hate seeing those comments on on relics where people are just like, well, you know, he's a rich and famous musician. No, he's not. Like he it's he's like a, he's a <laughs> our, our entire scene is made of like I like to call them middle class musicians. We are like the our scene is like the blue collar, the very small. We prefer blue working collar. musicians. We working prefer musicians. the yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Am I, am I slandering? I feel like it's like a, it's something to be proud of. I feel like all all the musicians in our scene aren't, with the exception of like the Bobs and like the Trey and like the Fish guys. I feel like most musicians in our scene are like working hard, paycheck to paycheck, and not to mention with the pandemic affecting everything. But I just you know. I hate to see yeah. that anyone thinks Rob Eaton is like ha- is sitting on a millions of dollars cash, you know. I yeah 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 no, I mean it's it's just you know the idea. I know it's all conjecture, right? But just you know the idea that like oh you know you could get the swag surgery for cheap, the slightly less swag surgery for more, and uh, oh if you want full mobility of your bones again, yeah no that's gonna be that's gonna be a lot, you know. It's like wait what the fuck is going on here in this world like. We need use of our limbs. I don't anyway. It's it's all it's all too much. We could go on about the healthcare system here, and it's just like it's too much to even you know start thinking about what like it's really a travesty uh, in so many ways. And I I hope Rob gets the help he needs and can you know do what he does again with the use of his hands and arms and wrists and whatnot. It's just crazy. It yes. really is. So. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. We feel for you, Rob. Hope you heal up. If you want to donate to his GoFundMe, you can check it out. I'm, I'm linked to it on jambands.com. Um, you can also just obviously Google it, go to Dark Star Orchestra's social media pages. I think they've raised almost $50,000 as of this recording, which is incredible. Um, the community coming together, you'd love to see it. Feel better, Rob, and you'll be on the mend soon. And then pivoting to our third story of the week, also kind of dead-related, Mr. Oteil Burbridge sat in with Dumpsta Funk at the Funky Mardi Gras Masquerade uh, at Spirit of Sewanee Music Park, uh, which is super cool. Obviously, this is kind of how uh, things are going to go from now on. You know, the the southern states are going to get a little bit of outdoor action in the colder months. Uh, so this was at the Spirit of Sewanee Music Park, which many people know for the Wani Festival, for Halloween. They did a golf cart drive-in, so kind of a socially distanced uh, drive-in type thing on February 12th. Dumpsta Funk performed a live set uh, full of stuff. They're actually coming out with a new record in April. And O'Teal joined in for the encore, and they did a 20-minute shakedown street for the encore. God, I'm sure deadheads, their heads exploded, having not seen live music for so long, and then get a 20-minute shakedown with O'Teal. Uh, Karina, I mean, you, you've played Spirit of Sewanee quite a bit, I believe, right? Sure, yeah, many, many a time. And it's a really, uh, you know, a magical, magical location, I must say. So, you know, of course, like you say, to hear a 20-minute shakedown in these times, 
God, sign me up. But even that is a magical location. Have you been down there, Raph? I have quite a bit, actually. Um, even before yeah. my, my days in Relics, when I was merely a wook going to festivals, I went to quite a few Halloweens uh, when I was a kid. I was a kind of a Halloween uh, electric forest kid for a while, seeing lots of strange cheese incident. I did the Wani Festival not too long ago, I believe, um, when, like, As the Crow Flies, Phil was there, widespread motherfucking panic. I think that was 2017. Correct me if I'm wrong, everybody, but that was a rocking festival. I love Spirit of Sewanee. It's one of my favorite outdoor venues I've ever been to. I'm glad they can kind of do some sort of socially distant stuff down there. It's actually funny. Um, during the set, Ivan Neville was doing some banter with the crowd and mentioned how uh, Mr. Tony Hall, who plays bass for Dumpster Funk, who actually, Karina, you've jammed with on Jam Cruise. Uh, True. He apparently has been quite a germaphobe for his entire life. Um, was very much into Purell and bringing his own microphone and this, that, and the other thing. And Ivan was kind of joking with the crowd saying, you know, we used to think Tony was crazy and he was right all along about all this <laughs> washing your hands and wearing a mask nonsense. Uh, so clearly Tony from Dumpster Funk has uh, had the foresight even years ago that people are absolutely filthy and God, we should all wash our hands more often. Oh, smart man, smart man. That's, uh, you know, couldn't... <laughs> I didn't see it coming. I just didn't see it. And look at us now, running around, you know, masked up, Purell to the gills. It's just, uh, it's a whole new lifestyle, Ralph. It's so, so funny. But, I mean, shit. Again, I would have loved to have been there. And it's really true. I think what we're going to start seeing over the next bunch of months, and God willing also, you know, not, nothing, I take nothing for granted. Nothing is a given. The next time I step on stage, like on like a real stage that like plugs in, you know, and has a PA and whatnot and like, you know, sound in the house and everything like I, I will cry. There's no way. Aww. But but uh, again, Halloween, like not Halloween, but Su spirit of the Suwannee Music Park in Live Oak, Florida is is a magical location. And uh, I think it's really amazing that people got to see this and we're going to start to see more things down south as you say uh for lots of reasons because you know uh florida gonna florida and that's all i'll say about that <laughs> and uh try to be diplomatic Florida's about the florida of it all but <laughs> absolutely as am i oh as am i but uh but let's call spades spades like you know they're they're gonna be the ones uh you know they're already having shows play down there in mm -hmm. clubs like that's uh, out of control just i mean listen I just can't imagine it being a New Yorker. Like we just, uh, we don't have things like that here yet. Um, so it's pretty wild, but you know, hopefully the things start uh, being safe and open and musicians can do the thing. Fans can go see the thing and all will be right again, hopefully sometime. Anyway, very exciting. Very exciting. Absolutely. Well, I hope everybody has a wonderful week. It's been a, a wonderful, weird week in jam band land um as it always is throughout this pandemic karina is there anything going on in your world that the people should know about i mean you have the k arena studio everybody smash that like button on that one right <laughs> y'all i'm sitting there right now if you could only see what i'm having the lights do right now oh man you'd know why i'm talking so it's like i haven't eaten anything all day and i am zoning out into these leds <laughs> Oh, dude, it's baby blue and like hot pink right now. And it's just looking great. Holy shit. Yes. Um, no, Raph, I really I wish I had something to promote, but I don't. I will, God willing, one day again and I will keep you posted. But as of now, I mean, I'm just I'm 
playing, I'm writing, I'm I'm safe, I'm healthy, I'm happy, my people are good. My parents get their second round of the vaccine next week. Yeah. I will be doing a little happy dance and uh we'll be shouting them out next week. But uh but we're good, you know, knock on wood, no complaints here. I'm I'm definitely we're trucking along. Happy to talk to you, happy to do the thing. So cool. uh yeah. Totally. Awesome. Well, you Thank mentioned you, you mentioned your, the lights in your studio are baby blue, so I will say it's all over now, baby blue. Follow us on Instagram at three from the seven. God, Karina, love that. Email us at ravikarina at gmail.com. Three from the seven is brought to you by Relics Media Group. Our producer is Will Schwerd. Our our audio engineer is James Van Corf. Everybody have a wonderful week, Karina. I love you like a sister. Everybody listening. Be safe, wear a mask. Happy Black History Month. Have a wonderful week, and we will talk to you next Wednesday. Bye-bye. Later.